back with the Sheeran Brothers podcast. Just as a plane's flying overhead. Yeah, I'm not sure how this one's going to come out. Um, it's a jet because we're at Jet Life Stadium. Yeah, we're finally here not to see the Jets lose a football game for once, so that's refreshing. You only saw the Jets lose two football games here. It just uh, happened to be the last two we've been to. I think it's been three or four now, four straight, I believe. Well, what? At least three straight. Well, yeah, a preseason game to the Saints, a regular season game to the Saints, and uh, last year against the Bengals. So, three straight losses, but you had, what, six wins up until that point? Yeah, I know. I can't complain. But um, uh, we're here on the M72 tour, Metallica's latest tour. Second time we've seen Metallica. Putting the Met in MetLife Stadium. Metallica, Metallica Stadium. At, at MetLife. It just sounds right. Yeah. Um, first of two shows here this weekend. Yeah, we'll be back on Sunday. We'll do in two sets. We'll get uh, a ticket for both nights, which we did. And did a bus trip. We'll do a bus trip again on Sunday, which means we get to have an extended tailgate. I love not driving. I love that part. Yeah. You know? Nice. Um, so, we're here for night one. Um, last time we saw Metallica was all the way back in 2011, I believe. 2011, the big four. Uh, what are your memories from that? Yankee Stadium. We did a bus trip for that show as well. Our buddy who does the podcast with us often, Kevin, was with us on that one. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, uh, pretty team group we were with, but there's a guy who looked like he could have been a roadie for... Metallica, any band. Uh, it was very Dave Mustaine-esque. Yeah, we, he was we, he was calling for Sweet Amber. Yeah, uh, he wanted exactly. Metallica to play Sweet Amber. Maybe off we'll play Amber. this weekend. We'll play in two sets. Um, we, we don't. Separate. We no don't. repeat. No repeat weekend. Yeah, but that doesn't mean we need to hear anything off Saint Anger. No, <laughs> hopefully not. Um, last time we saw them, they did do. Oh no, they did nothing off Saint Anger. But, but they did. They've been teasing it lately. That extent, yeah. which was bad enough. But, uh, we're not here to bash Metallica. We love Metallica. Yeah. That's why we're here. Yeah, exactly. Um, but of course, we'll have some bad things to say. <laughs> some songs we don't want to hear these these two nights we're here, but, you know, we're going to get them. It's sad but true. Oh, and, nice. <laughs> I like what you did there. Yeah. Um, but yes, we're here at the tailgate, and we tailgated back in 2011. Um, Metallicate. Metallicate, yes. Um, we tailgate. Metallicate. Metallicate. That works, too. Yeah. Um, so, last time we saw them back in 11, which 2011, which is 12 years already. Yeah. Hard to believe. Um, that was right up. Death Magnetic came out. Yeah, yep. So, they were kind of pumping the Death Magnetic on this tour, M72 tour. It's named after their album that just came out in April, their latest album, 72 Seasons. Yes. So, uh, we would expect to hear some Good 72 amount. Seven songs, yeah. 72 Season songs over the course yeah. of the two next two nights. Um, and, you know, our last podcast we did was back in May, yeah. which it was not in the intention to take the whole summer off and not no, do any No, no, we had multiple uh, plans, multiple things. But uh, uh, We were going to review the new album, 72 Seasons. Yeah, but, uh, we were going to do a whole deck series where we were going to listen to vinyl out on the deck and do immediate <laughs> reviews. But um, between but rain and... Uh, schedule's not cooperating. Um, we haven't been Canadian wildfires causing air quality not to be good. Um <laughs> It's been kind of a weird summer where we haven't had much time. Also, to promote own shit, old band E57 is getting back together for a show next Friday. So, you know, we've been doing a lot of 
a little free time getting ready for that and uh, preparing for that. Anyone in the Oliphant area, Friday, August 11th, we'll be playing there. Come on out. Yeah. Um, good Pines, time. Days in Transit and getting back on stage for good the first time in a long time. Good pals of ours. It's going to be great to be back on stage. Uh, you know, living out our dreams. Yeah. As we all hear it tonight, always a dream to see Metallica. It was a dream. We just watched The Bucket List. It was the big movie on the bus on the way down. <laughs> and uh, back in 2011, it was a big bucket list. You know, we're still pretty pretty young. Someone looks like Jake the problem, so I have to look up for that. Jake Seeger. Yeah. Now that he mentioned it, kind of does. Yeah. It's the guy offering uh, shots. Speaking of shots, we're going to do our own shot here. Oh, man. Mike's been what are you delaying it. I'm um, dreading this. Got some Metallica blackened whiskey. You want me to throw up on the podcast, don't you? No. A, a shot. We've, we've done it for UFC for Conor McGregor back in the day. Oh boy. Alright, here goes nothing. It's black and whiskey. We'll let you know how it is. Cheers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Need a chaser for that one. <laughs> yep. Black and whiskey, you know, if you like whiskey, then there it is. Burnt. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Let's move on. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we saw them at Yankee Stadium. Now we'll see them at Jets and Giants Stadium. They like playing the, the stadium shows anymore. And uh, I got to. I feel, I got to say, I feel a lot safer here. Yeah, you know, we're out in the Bronx of New York. Uh, even, though we were, even though we were in a, you know, 2011, we were in a big group. What uh, Michael Cole called the uh, shadows of New York City. Yeah, I, I, I kind of, I feel safer in the swamps of New Jersey. As they say. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it was a fun show back in 2011. Uh, obviously, the, the big three opened for them. They had uh, Anthrax kicked it off. Related Indians, and they had the Native American come out dancing with the head dress. Honestly, one of the standouts of the show. Yeah, I thought Anthrax was great. Um, then it was Megadeth. Yep. Always a little weird. Dave Mustaine opening for his own band. That's got to be weird. Um, band he was fired yeah. from unceremoniously. It's me. Hello, it's me. <laughs> uh, and then Slayer, which me and you, I'm not big Slayer fans, so we we. Uh, Kinda we went for a walk. We, we kind of let we kind of hung Kevin out to dry on that one. Yeah, he likes Slayer. <laughs> I like Raining Blood. I saw Raining Blood. I was happy with that. I knew I could rely on him. And then of course Metallica. Metallica um, closed and, the night, uh, and I have the set list here. Let's go back at it. Um, they opened with Creeping Death. Great opening track. But a little Whom the Bell Tolls right off the wall. It's a great one too to open. And Give Me Fuel, Give Me Fire. Which was a surprising standout. Yeah. Um, you know, the file, the pyrotechnics help. It was a lot of fun. Uh, fade the black. And then they had to do some Death Magnetic because that was the album. Cyanide, All Nightmare Long, and then Sad But True. If I knew in advance, I would have took a bathroom break. Right and there. I remember there was a little issue with All Nightmare Long. Yeah. You know, even just to say, just, just to show you the most professional bands, the most 
famous, the greatest bands in the world yeah. screw up live sometimes. Biggest crew and things. Maybe it was uh, Dan Duhon's fault. I just remember the movie uh, uh, Through the Devil where Dan Duhon's their roadie and he misses it. He's late getting to the show. Maybe it was his fault. I just remember Headfield going, ooh, sorry. Let's try it again. Apologizing. Then San Vitrue, Kid Rock ruined that song. Not really my favorite Metallica song to begin with, but then Kid Rock's American Badass. Yeah, it totally killed it. Uh, and then one of my favorite Metallica songs, Welcome Home, Sanitarium. Great, standout. Um, Orion, so now getting into a little Mastal puppet, Puppets territory. And they did one, which I remember um, not knowing if it was the intro of one, well, since we were in the Bronx of New York, if there was actual gunshots going on nearby. <laughs> um, it was tough to tell. Uh, it was one, and it was it was great. By the way, though, inside Yankee Stadium is beautiful. Yeah, oh, the it's new just, stadium. I hate it, the Yankees. It's just it's just the surrounding well on that It's stadium. just the surrounding area. Yeah. Once you're inside, yeah. it's yeah. it's immaculate. It was, uh, security with SWAT team uniforms and stuff <laughs> as we were walking in. There has to be. Yeah, um, you go down a wrong floor, and you're in trouble down there. But great, great stadium <laughs> there in the Bronx for the Yanks, um, and then the. They, Near the end of the set, they had Master Puppets. This was before uh, Stranger Things. We'll probably right. get a different vibe from that this weekend. But uh, the, the whiskey we just drank, Blackened, which was a snubble standout. Yeah. They had an awesome laser light show. Honestly, the two songs that I believe stand, stood out the most from this show were the performance of Fuel and Blackened. They and were just light, lighting and pyro. They yeah. called that. They, they, they had the laser lights for Blackened. It was amazing. Um, and they did nothing else mandals and then ended the the initial set with Intel Sandman because uh, was the Yankee player it was his walkout Mariano song. Rivera. Rivera. Yep. So it was a big big thing there in uh, New York for them to play that. They had special picks Petfield had with the Yankees logo and got a big pop. Um, and then the encore was fun. They did a modal head cover oval kill, which I think heavily influenced um, Luxie Turner lead single off the new album um, but they brought out all the band band members so those members Antrax, Slayle and uh, Megadeth joining Metallica they had like three drummers five bass players uh, hundred guitar players yeah yeah uh, it was a mess but it was fun and then uh, Batarang and Seek and Destroy as the the, uh, the closal which is pretty Pretty uh, regular for Metallica back then, but it's, um, uh, great. It was a great show. Um, you know, it was amazing seeing Metallica for the first time. You know, um, Metallica. They came into our lives uh, via our father. Uh, he, he worked at um, a CD company uh, that made CDs, um, manufacturing company. Um, and it was, this was at a time where you know we weren't in to say that company is out of business. Yes, of course. But um, you know, we were we were we kind of just listened to what our dad listened to at the time. So it was a lot of classic rock. We would get rock. free CDs. So a lot of know. a lot of Tom Petty. Yeah. Um, I think our cousin Keith introduced us to the Offspring and Green Day around this yeah, time. So we, we got into some punk rock there. You know, but a lot of it was whatever our dad was listening to: Fogarty, Tom Petty, yeah. um, Jim Blossoms. Um, you know that, that '90s stuff. And then I remember one day uh, he co- he comes home with the Metallica CD load. And he's playing it for us, and it's like the first time we ever been introduced to anything metal. Yeah. And it was uh, just. And the first time anything like clicked with me, I was very young, but like the first time I remember like, um, wow, I really like this, and I want to keep listening to it. Yeah. And uh, 
now we look we listen to load and reload and well not compared <laughs> to the earlier metallic albums they're not great but they, they, but, they um, both those albums do still have a soft spot with me yeah and we'll yeah. get into it we're gonna at do the time it. hearing metallica for the first time hearing that uh, it was just on like anything we've heard was the first um, song i remember hearing yes like i'm sure we've probably heard into sandman stuff off the black album before hearing load but like everybody has that album yeah. that kind of introduced them to the band yeah. though and, the, and where you really take note and uh it, it was load for us uh it was kind of funny loading us up i remember our dad was like oh metallica i thought they were devil worshippers and then yeah. you know oh, i got the cd and i, I thought it was incredible yeah. <laughs> and you know so he turned us on to it all right, so we're gonna rank them all. Um, it's time to rank them all. St. Anger, worst album. We agree with this. Yeah, I think so. Um, it's just you and Kevin did a podcast about it on the Rebel Sisters podcast. Kevin's I'm not Kevin's sister. No, but I filled in for for, for that. <laughs> you did uh, two episodes, I think. So yours is Rebel Criminal and Sisters. Well, sisters and brothers here. Okay. But, uh, yeah, we did a whole episode on how bad St. Anger is. Yeah. I and, wish I did uh, it with you guys, but I wouldn't have been able to add anything. You guys nailed it. Um, picked up on all the little issues I have with it. Um, talked about all the good things, which isn't a lot, but there's some some positive about it. I think it would not have been their worst album if they just edited it. And uh, it shows how much editing and engineering and mastering means to an album the problem is you know what what is this, this, this just was... listen to this, some kind of monster uh the studio the edit the masculine version that they did for the, the movie which was also a train wreck um or the snm2 version of uh, all within my hands yeah um, so, like they, those good songs there it's just they didn't well i think finish them they didn't again and part edit of it them part of the issue is this is this is during a time where new metal was taking over uh yep. you know godsmack disturbed corn Biscuit, lincoln park and i think this was metallica's attempt of trying new metal oh yeah it's um, all over that out it's like it's fieldly based and they even there. admit it you know it's 2000 the early 2000s where does metallica fit into the metal scene in the early 2000s they were trying to figure that out and uh what came out was saying anger and it was uh not great not no not good doesn't help when you don't when you don't mix an album no definitely not they didn't have a bass player at the time bob rock played bass um, and then you got the producer playing bass and it's the most bass you hear on any metallic album that's probably a problem you that some of the greatest bands in the world have their you know their eyesores and this was metallica's yeah same name so, uh, that's last about is lulu but we're not counting lulu no we're so. r.i.p lou reed you know yeah, I'm sorry that that was one of his last recordings. Last. Um, and then at 10, I would rank an album that I might put St. Angle above if it was edited more. And that is Death Magnetic, the album that followed. Not a lot on this album that I I like. No, you know, uh, Death Magnetic... The best uh, thing you can say about it is it's not as bad as St. Angle. Right, that, that's, that's my a, feelings on it. I, there, you won't you won't find a more boring album in the entire Metallica catalog, I believe, than Death Magnetic. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm not going to rank it worse than Saint Anger. I can't. No. There's there's nobody that that's a music fan 
that that's a true Metallica fan that can honestly look you in the eye yeah. and say that St. Anger is not their worst album. Yeah. All right. Um, I just don't people believe. People might it. like the experimentalness of it and it was the rawness. Brave. It was bold. Yeah. But um, um, if that's... those things, if they have it anywhere but last, it's just because it's trying to be edgy. Yeah. And different. Um, right. Because um, it's without question. But uh, Death Magnetic also not very good. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to rank that. Oh, all right, we're in agreement, these first two. This is boring. We're, we're agreeing. <laughs> Let's see if we have a disagreement here with number nine. Um, number nine, I have... Um, I'm going to flip it, actually. Okay. No, I'm going to stick with it. I'm going to go load. All right. Um, it starts off strong. I like uh, Ain't My Big Shot. Um, uh, King Nothing is great. It's the first song that I remember loving and being a big fan of that got me into the band. So uh, I like those. Like Until It Sleeps. Uh, even Two by is kind of fun. Um, hey -o. But yeah, not much on the rest of the album that I, I can be a fan of. Is House Jack built on that? Was that yes, it is. Yes, yeah, it is. so just for that song alone. I hate that song. That's like a bottom um man i i hate that we're agreeing again and honestly i'd want to i kind of i kind of want to rank uh load a little higher but i can't yeah i can't um uh, like i said you mentioned it king nothing was kind of the song that we we're introduced to metallica with and then we kind of listen to the other stuff later yeah um so it's got some sentimental value to me it really does um and i, I like it yeah yeah you know um, but um, we yeah. did play that CD to death. I don't we know did. if it was that little we reload. Did. We had the CD actually cracked in half because we played it. So <laughs> I remember much. that. Uh, but um, yeah, you know, overall, it's not, not not a great album. No, I would like to rank it Heil, but I got to go reload Heil, and I'm gonna go reload next because uh, the singles really fuel. It's a little cringe, but it's fun. Emblogenic, um, and Memory Remains, Unforgiven 2, all great singles, I think. Devil's Dance. Devil's Dance is great. Classic back in ECW. They would have the, the shows and the dates coming up, and that song would play. Surprise, surprise. We, agree, we, we agree again. No, no. We agree again. I hate this. Um, but, um, yeah, and, and again, uh, honestly, I would go reload higher. Uh, but it's kind of got the same issues that Load has, where it's top heavy, very top heavy. Where the first few songs are very, very, are very good, very strong. Um, I don't mind this new mainstream kind of Metallica sound. Uh, I don't know elements. If you could throw some kind of pop elements in the Metallica, I guess Load and Reload would qualify for that. Um, but I mean, this uh, was definitely MTV was big at this time, yeah. and they were really. Um, Getting in that MTV. Yeah, but uh, again, it, it's kind of like I like an album that you can kind of listen to from front to back. I know yeah. it's hard to do these days. It's all yeah. it's it's hard to do with any album. There's but, a lot of fill on these albums. Yeah, if man. they just took the good songs from Load and the good songs from Reload and made it one album, maybe it would be you know much higher on this list. Where, but the, where the wild things grow or some shit like yeah. what is that? Old man's lyric weird. It's got some like little flute thing going on. Um, again, it's like the, the first the first few songs 
the singles the singles are strong and I, I love Devil's Dance as well reminds me yeah. of ECW um, the ECW hotline yeah. uh, so it's strong up front very weak on the back end which very makes it very similar formula between these two albums well I think Reload really was just like load extras right yeah. Loads, yeah. extra B-sides from Load yeah. which is funny because the B-sides via our Reload yeah. are actually better than Load yeah, I think we a lot, a lot of us agree on that. Brian right? would disagree with uh, <laughs> "Bleeding Me" is on load, right? "Bleeding Me" is on that load. Song. Yeah, "Hero of the Day" is on load. But these two albums are kind of interchangeable. Yeah, I almost so, kind of want to count them as one. It's like Kill Bill one and two, and they're on the back end of Metallica's yeah. greatest album. So, um, yeah. all right, we're in agreement again. Oh God, here we go. Um, seven. What do you got here? I'm gonna go seventy-two seasons, the new one. Uh, okay, yeah, I agree. <laughs> we got actually, a different somewhere. Actually, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna flip it you because um, I feel like I've listened to this song. Songs have caught on to me more than Paul Boyle the Self Destruct. I'm flipping my original rankings, maybe just to be a little different here. But I mean, I think these albums are very similar too. But I can't name you three songs off Paul Boyle Self Destruct, and it hasn't been that long. It's just, there's not a lot that bring me back to that album. Mop to a Flame's great. Great, great single. Um, but other than that, maybe one or two songs, but I felt like with Load and Reload, it's a lot of just, man, whatever song. Um, yeah, okay, uh, that's fine. But I'm, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go 72 seasons here. Uh, of, yeah. the, of the two latest Metallica albums, um, I, I just, I, I just enjoy I, I just enjoy Hardwired more, um, again, and I agree with you. Uh, but I, a hard, so the thing for me is, I think Hardwired is easier to listen to from front to back than, um, or 72 Seasons is easier to listen to from front to back than Hardwired. Yeah, I think the songs but, will differate a little but, bit. But I think, but I just think that Hardwired has more interesting songs. Um, it's more fun. Um, 72 seasons to me, and this is why I'm lining them up, load, reload, 72 seasons. I think 72 seasons, the latest Metallica album, is, is more similar to load and reload than any of their other albums. Yeah. yeah. And, so I don't uh, get a lot of love again. <laughs> and what I mean by that is there's, the songs are okay, but ultimately it's kind of boring. And... Um, I, that's why I'm going 72 seasons. You know, uh, Kirk played it kind of safe. Um, and, yeah, like, I can, these will little changeable. I really just changed them last minute so we would be a little different. Um, but I, I feel like I've listened to this more than I've listened to, to that album. I just think, like, the songs on Hardwired, uh, like Moth Into Flame, what um, Halo on Fire. Um, Any song that's not about Puddle of Flame. Now, now that now that we're dead. Oh yeah, the album um, takes over time. I, oh, I'm yeah. gonna go. I'm gonna say those three songs on yeah. Hardwired. Maybe spit out the bone too. I'm gonna go those four songs on Hardwired. And you're right. And you're right about not being able to name a lot off it. Yeah. I, I agree with you. But I'm saying those four songs off Hardwired, I think are better than anything off 72 Seasons. That's why it gets the edge for me. Maybe I, I like 72 Seasons. I feel like. 72 Seasons has a little bit of all the albums. While it is, you know, kind of 
simple sounds, and sounds like load and reload to me. Yeah, but like you hear some punky kill them all and justice for all like stuff. They can't play that stuff. Like well not gonna write songs like that these days. But I I don't know. I felt like it was a little more to it. But yeah, I mean either right. way. So you're going seventy two seasons or you're going hardwired then seventy two seasons. Yeah. I'm going seventy two seasons then hardwired. Yeah. Okay. So we have a little disagreement there. Good. Yeah. Good. Now we'll get Matthew. Uh, top five. Um, I gotta go black album. I wanted to put this poll because Me too. Um, I don't like this album really. <laughs> People get to listen to it. Go, Why are they even at a Metallica show? I know. Well, it seems um, like all we do is patch them. It's much like Weezy. It's like wrestling. It's like Stalls. All the things I love. You, they started off so great that right. you know. That everything that comes after it's doesn't matter. It's tough to follow, right. and you gotta go. Hey, we know what you all at your best. You've already been at your best, so why can't you be back there? And it's kind of frustrating. Um, but Black Album is—it's great in a lot of ways. Um, production quality is great. Um, got huge hits on it. It's massive. Um, I enjoy Weasel's Blue album more, but it kind of reminds me of that album, where it's just like, um, you can't, can't really say much bad about it. Like, production, everything there, it's got big hits, but I prefer Pinkerton, and I prefer a lot of Metallica albums to this one, because it's almost too, too clean. It's too, it's too perfect for... I think that's an argument of why. Don't mind me. Yeah, no problem. Uh, nice. <laughs> I think that's the thing is uh, with most, uh, most, um, a lot of Metallica fans, you know, they said this is the sellout album, right? Yeah. Oh, man. It was. This brought, this brought Metallica yeah. into the mainstream. Yeah. Enter Sandman brought Metallica into the mainstream. Yeah. Is Enter Sandman a great song? Yes. Yes, it is. Yeah. But there's a lot of fans that had resentment over it. Nothing else matters. Ballad, yeah, it was unheard of. Metallica doing a song like that at the time. So, um, but it, it does have some great well, they songs. Did, like fade the black. How is fade the black different than nothing else matters? How is welcome home sanitarium? Yeah, I guess it's a little heavy, but. Um, but that was. I, I just yeah. felt like that was. Uh, nothing else matters was yeah. Metallica going full melodic. Yeah. And uh, yeah. It's, it's sad but true, but uh, they were evolving. That's a song on there that's labeled and ruined by Kid Rock. Of Wolf and Man, I enjoy that, you know, forever, uh, for, you know, Where I May Roam. Yeah, um, that's old dad's favorite. Yeah, he loves that one. So, it's it's got very, very good songs on it. And again, I agree with you. I'm putting it at five as well. Um, <laughs> I, there's something, like, like you said, I wish I wish the other albums were better so I can rank this further in the back. But Yeah. Like there's things there where it's tough to do. You can't it. deny it, right? You can't Pulling deny it. Pulling now, that's a fun one. Um, it is. It's got one of yeah. my least favorites, Don't Tread On Me. I don't like that one. Yeah, I don't really care about that. Whatever, but um, uh, overall, you can't deny a wildly successful album. Yeah. It's the album that, you know, brought Metallica to the mainstream. Big. Big reason why they're one of the only heavy metal acts in the Hall of Fame. Um, a lot of it has to do with the success of the Black Album. Yeah. Um, these next four, much like when we saw them in 2011, and the big four tool, these are the big four Metallic albums to me, and it's their first, 
album, cool albums. And what's number four for you? Uh, it's tough, but I'm gonna go just because they were so young and it's to be considered a little amateur. But for a first album, it's great. Uh, Kill 'em all. It's got some great fun songs on it. A bit of a punky edge to it. Um, but you know, they they were young and the quality's not all there. So I'm gonna have to go with that here. But I mean. Love Seek and Destroy, Whiplash, Jumping the Pile, uh, there's some good stuff on here. Hit the Lights. Hit the Lights, fantastic one, yeah. Four Horsemen. Four Horsemen and all, yeah. Uh, Alright, another small disagreement here. I'm going to go Injustice for All at four. Yeah, uh, I was going back and forth on that. And the reason is just because of the production. Um, I know that Kill em All sounds very dated, you know, head feels little whiny in it he's, he's, little, he hasn't like, reached adolescence yet i guess yeah but the songs on uh kill em all i think are uh, you know they're really really fun i like that punk edge uh the the you know the obsession with leather on that album is a little weird i guess a lot of references <laughs> to leather yeah. uh, but um i on the overall i think it's got i think it's got the better songs uh the production on injustice for all something's off with it yeah. the drums are a little uh, I mean, there are songs off Injustice for All I love. I love One is amazing. Um, Blackened is amazing. Yeah. Harvester Sour, Sorrow, very good. I have to be it's fun to. Um, they do the Wizard of Oz thing on yeah. um, Injustice for All. That's fun too. But yeah. these two albums are uh, very close to me. But from a, you know, I just yeah. like the songs and kill them all a little more. It was it was tough for me not to do. Um, Justice Fall, as a bass player, I I hate that you can't hear any bass on this album. I get the choice, I guess. Cliff just passed away. It's the first album without Cliff. Um, and, you know, is there a chance to, oh, we can showcase guitars and won't have to worry about bass. Um, but there is bass to these songs. And, like, like Rob, when they play songs from these albums, is not going to just stand there with his hand on his dick. He's going to be playing bass because there's bass to these songs. They just hit it in the mix for whatever, for, you know, those reasons. But it takes away from the quality of the album. you got to have bass. Bass is the backbone. And uh, if it had bass, it would be high or even. And it almost made me put it um, above, or, uh, almost made me swap it with Kill em All. But, I mean, Blackened, One, I don't know. Well, great song. I know. No. All right. So a little, a little, a uh, little slight. And I think it's here. the most trashy album. It's the most trash metal. Album. Trash metal. Um, and that's the thing. I think I preferred a little punky more than the trash. So um, that's why I'm giving, uh, you know, Kill 'Em All a slight edge. Kill 'Em All three and Justice for All four for me. You're going Kill 'Em All four and Justice for All three, which leaves us with two. I think we might dip on this too. I'm going Ride the Lightning second. Okay. While it has a lot of my favorite Metallica songs, um, I just got to give the edge to Master of Puppets a little more. I mean, it's just... Master of Puppets itself is just epic. Um, if we're doing instrumentals, I like Orion Bolt and Call of Cthulhu. Um, so I give the instrumental... I mean, these albums are almost easy. Um, I talked about Weasel with Blue Album and Pickleton before where... Anytime you listen to it, you question, I don't know if, it, if, if I like this one more than the last. But the great bands, you know, have that when they have 
two great albums like that. Um, and that's the case here, where um, I could change my opinion next time I listen to these two albums again. But Master of Puppets is my favorite Metallica song. I'm not just saying that because it's in a cool scene in Stranger Things. It was that cool of that. Um, I love Love the Messiah. Um, it's just a lot I love about Master of Puppets. I love the album cover. Sanitarium is one of my favorites. Um, just love that album. But Ride the Lightning is great too. Freaking Dead's great. Move the Bell Tolls. Ride the yeah. Lightning itself. They're, 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 again, they're almost equals. Again, not just for the sake of being different, but because I truly believe it. Um, I go Master of Puppets 2 and Ride the Lightning number one. Um, but again, I, I agree with you. I think both albums are very, they're very, very close. Um, they're very, very classic. I just love um, the music and the buildup of these songs, where a lot of the label Metallica stuff, it seemed like they're, like, it didn't flow as well as the changes of these albums, the just the breakdowns, the solos, everything just looks, everything's just fantastic. Well, I mean, you're, you're talking about a band that's, uh, we're talking about a, you know, almost a 50-year career we're talking about. Yeah. They started in the 70s. Yeah, James just you know turned I mean? 60 yesterday. So, it, <laughs> as far as, like, teaching an old dog new tricks, it, it's tough, yeah. you know? Yeah. It's tough. There's only so many so the, the fact that the fact do. that the fact that they're still putting out new music 72 seasons i know we ranked it kind of low on these rankings but the fact that they're putting out anything decent at this yeah. point that's still even yeah, solid is, is, is still like, oh, is still i want to hear those songs it's still rather it's still kind of incredible yeah. honestly uh when you're this deep in your career but uh um, yeah, props to them three uh, bass players label you know. to me uh you know ride the lightning gets a slight edge just because i mean you got two of my favorite metallica songs ever three actually on the save album I'm talking about For Whom the Bell Tolls and um, Fade the Black and Creeping Death. This is an amazing trifecta. I understand there's weak points of Ride the Lightning. I think there's weak points of Master of Puppets, too. I don't yeah. I don't think either is a perfect um, album. I don't like Trap of the Ice. No. I don't like that. No. Um, Escape, is that on that album? Yeah. Um, but I'm saying the strengths yeah. of that album, I think, feel put it over the top. Yeah. yeah. But you, you can say the same, as you said, for Master of Puppets. Yeah. You can say the the strengths of Master of Puppets make that number one. I'm not going to disagree with you. Yeah. You know, well, it's, no just, wrong it's just a pity. Really. As long as those are your top two. I won't take anything else. Okay. I feel like if Kevin was here, he might give Justice I think he, for he's all an case. Injustice for All guy. And I go, where's the bass? Gotta have the bass. I'm all about that bass. It's more the drums that no bother trouble. me on that. But yeah, yeah, the lack of bass sucks too. Yeah. So that's it. We ranked them all. We did. Um, now... Uh, I think well, let's do a little fun um, game of Mary Fuck Kill. You know, Mary Fuck Kill. Oh God. Um, I'm gonna give a few categories here. Just I got three ones just for fun. We talked about how they have multiple bass players. Jason Newstead, Cliff Burton, Rob Torrio. You gotta fuck one. <laughs> you gotta marry one. You gotta kill one. What are you doing here? Damn. Well, I'm going to marry Newstead. Yeah. Uh, I, I guess... I guess kill Cliff because he's already dead, right? <laughs> and then yeah. that would mean a fuck Rob. Yeah, wow. I, just think, I just thought of that. Well, yeah. Cliff's dead, so I mean, I want to add But, but yeah. imagine if Cliff was alive. I think I would fuck him. And then, uh, and, then, he, and then kill he, Rob. He, yeah, he had some magical hands. Yeah, I gotta kill Rob. Okay. Even though 
he would be uh, an animal. This is weird. Yeah. Guys walking in a weird spot. Um, but yeah, Jason would be the one to marry, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think so. And then that leaves the, the three humble members. James Hetfield, Kirk Hammond, Laws Arik. Gotta marry one, fuck one, kill one. I love James, so I'm gonna marry him. Um, kill Lars. Oh, fuck her. Is fuck that what Kurt. that means? Yeah. I mean, he's a little girlish. I can wrap <laughs> my head around it. If I saw him from behind, it's... Alright, enough of this game. One more. Unforgiven Trilogy. Unforgiven 1, 2, and 3. You gotta marry one, fuck one, and kill one. Well, this, this is actually easy. Uh, I'm going to marry Unforgiven 2. I think that's the best one. Uh, we're going to kill Unforgiven 3. And fuck Unforgiven 1 because it's a little sexy. It's, 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 nice, it's melodic. It's nice. Okay. Yeah. Makes me I mean, that one. easy answers, but I thought it would be a fun game. <laughs> oh, man. You surprised me with that one. We didn't discuss that. Yeah. I forgot I had it on here. Okay. Uh, so then that leaves us with a dream set list. All right. Metallica playing two nights here tonight and on Sunday. They're playing, uh, I've looked up their set list for a bit, and uh, they seem to be doing 16 songs per set. All right. So, uh, give me a little heads up on this one. I told you, put together 16 songs you want to hear tonight that you would think would make the best Metallica set, best set for this show. That you want to hear. So, um, I pick 16 songs, you pick 16 songs. We're going to have some that might repeat, but um, I think we're going to have a little separate ones here. So, um, do you want to go just yours and then mine, or do you want to go song by song? I don't know. How, do you, how would you like to do it? You want, you want to go with your set? Um, or you want me to go? You can go. You want me to go? Yeah. All right. We're going to start off my set list, my Dream Metallica set. Again, this is not what they're playing tonight nor Sunday. This is just if we were to pick a set, a Dream set. I didn't think my set, one, I didn't think, um, I was like, there's no way they would play these songs. And then uh, I looked at the last, the most recent set, and the first couple songs were identical to my set list. So, <laughs> so one Dream set. All right. So we're going to go with, uh, for me, uh, this is a song that they close with a lot, uh, but I like it, uh, I mean, I like it coming out of an encore, I like it closing, and I like it opening, so I'm going to open with it, we're going to open with Seek and Destroy. Okay. Alright, I like that. Flipping it. And then uh, the second song I always like, it's my favorite Metallica song, um, I always like it as a second song, second, third song on the set, I like it early, let's do For Whom the Bell Tolls at 2. Uh, we're gonna do uh, Blackened at three, uh, and then we're gonna go Welcome Home Sanitarium at four. Slow it down a little bit after a Fast and Furious start, um, and then uh, Fade to Black at five. I understand you might not want to do Sanitarium and Fade to Black back to back. They're a little similar, but I think they kind of fit together. So we'll do that, and then uh, this might surprise some people. Some people may not like this. But again, uh, I have some sentimental value to this song, being the first so song that I was ever introduced to with Metallica. We're doing King Nothing at six. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then at seven, we're going to do um, 
We're gonna do fuel because it's fun. All right, it's fun. Uh, then we're gonna do uh, the memory remains at eight. So we're doing a lot of ma modern Metallica here in the middle. Uh, then we're gonna give Hardwired some love, and we're gonna do Moth into Flame. And then you know we're gonna do uh, we're gonna slow it back down again with Nothing Else Matters. It's not one of my favorite Metallica fans songs. It really isn't. Yeah. But it's a great ballad, and I yeah. honestly can't think of a Metallica set without it. I really can't. I think you have to have it. Uh, Eleven could surprise people because there's no orchestra, but I don't care. I want it anyway. Give me No Leaf Clover. If you're feeling constipated. <laughs> and then uh, another surprise here, perhaps, we'll do on I Disappear from the Mission Impossible 2 soundtrack. Just always one of my favorites. It was the last recorded song with Jason Newstead. Uh, it, was, it was kind of the end of that load, reload era. Uh, but this is a really, really fun song. Always been one of my favorites. I'd want it on a Dream Metallica set. I really would. It's one of my favorites. Um, I disappear. And then we're going to close the original set with one. Okay. And then we're going to come back for the encore. We're going to hit them with Creeping Death coming out of the encore. Then we're going to do Enter Sandman. And then we're entering, uh, uh, ending the show with Master. Uh, what do you got? I have a lot of similar ones. By the way, I'm just realizing security has just given up here in the parking lot. Everyone's just parking where they want now. It's a free-for-all. Um, and we're getting close to us. We might get moved at some point. I don't know what's going on. There, there's no organization at all. Um, so, you open Seek and Destroy. I like opening with an old song as well. Um, going back to, the back to the beginning. What song is that? Back to the beginning. Uh, Wolf of Man, I think. Um, but I'm going back to kill them all, but I'm going, and I'm like, there's no way they would open with this, but that would be cool. Looked at their last set list, the last show they played in Germany a, a couple weeks ago, and they opened with it. Whiplash of Kill them all. I think that's a fun opening track. Um, and then these were the next two songs that followed, and I did not see the set before coming up with my set, but then they did From Whom the Bell Tolls, and then Ride the Lightning. Back-to-back uh, -back Ride the Lightning action. Um, and then I have Bachelorette, so total old school, kicking off with those just heavy songs to kick it out. In your face. And then you bring, you slide in a new song. And, you know, this is the new album, this is what we do. So 72 seasons there. And then just as people, oh, new stuff, okay. And then you go back to the oldest stuff, Blackened. And a little, I got a little theme going for these next few songs. File theme, because Pistol Headfield loves fire. He does. And uh, they can get all the file cannons out and get all the file going. Got fuel, give me fuel, give me five. Give me file, give me that that, what desire. you desire. Yes. Yeah. Um, into Moth Into Flame, just keep the flames going. Right. And then back to a song off the new album, You Must Burn. Okay. Keeping the file. fire theme. Um, you, you did say you had a theme. Yeah, and uh, I, I listened to the songs of the new album that I think work live. Um, they've been playing only, I think, five songs a lot off those. And, and uh, 72 Seasons one, and then this another one, You Must Burn, I think would be a good live song. Kirk has a great like uh, solo fault that's good in it. Um, also, actually, the file theme starts with Blacken. It's Blacken, Fire! So it starts back then. 
Um, but then do a little Welcome Home Sanitarium. Um, Black Album, I, I'm kind of over Black Album, and I don't want to hear much Black Album, but I want to put one in there. Uh, I saw them do this on Kimmel, and it was fun. I think it sounds a lot like the stuff off the new album. So if you want to incorporate the new album, but also play an old song that kind of represents what that sound is, uh, I went with Holyield in that one. Okay. Um, then it did Creeping Death, and then uh, much like you, ending the original, the initial set with one. I think so. Like that's a great way to, way to yeah. end. Uh, that song's just got amazing build, great breakdown. Uh, and then my encore is you start off with Luxeterna, something new. Um, then Master of Puppets, and then close with Seek and Destroy, just because. It works so well as a, a closing track. Like so I said, I, 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 I like it as an opener too. Yeah. So, um, and I like how you incorporate the new album. I, I understand that I, I yeah. kind of uh, ignored the new album <laughs> on my set list. Uh, but we're talking about dream sets. And quite yeah. frankly, there's, there's they're not, gonna, there's, there's they're nothing. Gonna play I know they're gonna play yeah. it, but we're, we're talking dream sets here. So, uh, I understand on this tour they're gonna play it. Play songs off it, but if we're doing a dream set, I don't, I don't care to hear anything off Death Magnetic, Saint Anger, or 72 Seasons. Yeah. And again, I think 72 Seasons is an okay album. Yeah, I really do. Yeah. But there's nothing that you know I feel like I need to hear. Yeah, I think I picked the the, the three that would most work live. But yeah, I mean, if I'm doing a dream set, I'm doing Master of Puppets and Ride the Lightning and maybe two other songs. So like that's got to spread it out a bit. But, um, show some variety. Yeah. But yeah, I didn't think that that set, and like, they're not going to play anything like this. And then they opened Whiplash last time, so who knows? Who knows? I feel, like, I feel like Whiplash has been getting on a lot of sets that I've seen recently. Yeah. Who knows? Um, I'm going to, I have what their most average set list of uh, this tool was. I haven't looked at it, but I saw it, and now I'm going to say... So this is their average set list, which is likely what... We'll see. They open Creeping Death, Whom the Bell Tolls, Ride the Lightning, Luxeterna, 72 Seasons, Welcome Home Sanitarium, Fade the Black, Orion, Sad But True, Moth in the Flame, Factory, Fuel, Whiskey in the Jara. Couple. I didn't want to throw a cover on my set. Um, one, Seek and Destroy, Master of Puppets. So, I mean, I think we're going to get a lot of ones. And we got two nights, so um, I think we're going to get a couple. There's lots filling up free for all here. Um, so, yeah, those are our uh, dream sets and then what more realistic they're actually going to play, but. Uh, we'll see what we get over the course of the next uh, two nights. Yeah. We'll see how this comes out. Maybe we'll do a pop two, a re, recast. Yeah. On Sunday. I, I, I re we had some interruptions where the it stopped recording, and uh, yeah. So I, I have no idea how this is coming out. Um, this might be another one that never gets aired, which would be a shame. Uh, we got quite a few. We've got more of those recently than ones that did. We'll, we'll see. Did recall. We'll see what we, we can did. We did a whole Blink 182. Uh, well, we didn't do it, but we were going to do it, and we had no connection because we were in fucking Bumblefuck in Hershey and uh, no no connection. So we never did the Blink podcast. 
which we'll do, uh, I think, probably when, now when the album comes out, which I think is going to be October, it sounds like. Um, we're going to get run over there. Look coming in. Um, I guess this is the end of our podcast. Yeah, I think, I think so. Um, but, you know, it's fun. We love Metallica, despite what it sounds like from listening to this podcast. Um, we're here for a reason. Yeah. And uh, hoping for hear some of those songs. And uh, hoping night two is good. Maybe we'll do a podcast on Sunday. But this has kind of been a nightmare. Um, so maybe not. But if we do, we'll do a review of night one. And then we're uh, maybe do what songs we didn't hear that we'd like to hear. Um, so Dream Set Fall 2. But uh, thanks for listening. Yeah, yeah.